A couple months ago, my friend's cousin, who is a single mother, bought a new cell phone. After a long day of work, she came home, placed her phone on the counter, and went to watch TV. Her son came to her and asked if he could play with her new phone. She told him not to call anyone or mess with text messages, and he agreed. At around 11.20, she was drowsy, so she decided to tuck her son in and go to bed. She walked to his room and saw that he wasn't there. She then ran over to her room to find him sleeping on her bed with the phone in his hand. Relieved, she picked her phone back up from his hand to inspect it. Browsing through it, she, she noticed only minor changes, such as a new background, banner, etc. But then she opened up her saved pictures. She began deleting the pictures he had taken until only one new picture remained. When she saw it, she was in disbelief. It was her son sleeping on her bed, but the picture was taken by someone else above him, and it showed the left half of an elderly woman's face. One night, when I was maybe 10 or 12, I had trouble falling asleep. My bedroom was the entire top floor of our house, with my bed and such being on the left side, and storage closets and a play area being on the right. I was lying in bed when I heard a noise from the other side of the room, and I saw a rocking horse begin to rock. It was sitting just outside one of the storage closet doors. It proceeded to rock its way halfway across the room and stopped dead under the ceiling light. At this point I was freaking out and I just buried my head under my blankets and never peeked out again until morning. It was all confirmed to not be a dream as the rocking horse was still in the middle of my room when I woke up. Furthermore, I got a stern reprimand from my parents for being up out of bed playing with my toys well past my bedtime. Their bedroom was directly below the storage closet slash play area, and they had heard the creaking of the rocking horse shuffling across the room all night. My older sister has a ghost that's followed her around for years. I lived with her once for about three months, and so much weird stuff happened in that time. All my sister would say to me when I mentioned it was that her ghost didn't like me being there. Things like going to bed with everything locked up and switched off, and waking up in the morning with the back door open, lights on, and the kettle switched on. One night, my sister and I were getting ready to go out, and I'd asked to borrow her liquid foundation. I used it and put it back where she kept her makeup. Ten minutes later, she's asking me for it, and it was nowhere to be seen. She accused me of taking it and made me buy her a new one and refused to listen to my side of the story. About a year or so ago, when she was packing to move to a new house, she found the makeup in the shoebox with some sort of old letters. The shoebox was in a zipped up suitcase that was underneath her bed, but probably the most scared I had ever felt was one afternoon when I was the only one in the house, which never happened 
as to four people lived in that house. I had a ride home from work and headed straight to the bathroom. All the doors and windows were closed. I was standing in the bathroom and started squeezing a pimple on my chin when the female voice in the hall said, Stop picking your zits. It was loud enough and sounded real enough at the time. I thought it was my sister. So I laughed and told her to F off. And I asked what she was doing for dinner. No answer. I stuck my head out into the hall. No one was there. I searched the house top to bottom. And there was no one home. I sat out on the front porch until someone else got home because I didn't want to be in there alone. This is much more of an interactive experience than any. This is a story I do not tell often. I promise sincerely that this has scared me for life, and although I have looked into psychological explanations for what I heard and natural explanations for what occurred, they remain unsatisfactory. When I was a child, I was scared of the dark. I swore to my mother. I heard voices in it. They were not evil, but they were not familiar, and so they scared me. It was not uncommon in the middle of the night for me to wake up and hear whispers, as I would call for them when asking my mom. She figured they were just bumps in the night, and typical kids' nightmares material. I tried often to explain to her that it was more than that. That they sounded different from one another the way people's voices do. On some nights, I would get so scared from these whispers that I would sleep in my mom's bed with her. It was an added bonus that the bathroom was directly outside of her bedroom door for my late night tinkles. I should add at this point that when walking out into the hall to go to the bathroom, you look directly down the stairs that would lead you into my living room on the first floor, as my mom's room was on the second floor. On one such night around Christmas, I awoke and felt the need to relieve myself. I walked out from the door and distinctly heard the phrase, Look! And to my astonishment, a red light, almost like a spotlight, was cast upon the wall at the very bottom of the stairs. The light had no other source, and it was by myself, and I was transfixed by it. Being a little kid, and it only being a few days away from Christmas, I knew what this was. It was Santa. How else could he get into my house to know I was being a good boy? I was so excited, and I began walking down the stairs to greet him, picking up my pace after the second step as it began to creep off the wall and fade into darkness in my living room. That's when I heard a very strong, masculine voice different from the first, not at all like my father's. Not to say that he isn't masculine, it was just distinctly different. It said, stop right now, go back up those stairs. I listened, turned around, and what happened next, I am not sure I would believe if someone had told me this, the same story. 
After reaching the top of the stairs, I heard a very loud crash that sent me running to my mother's bed where I jumped straight under the covers and stayed there the whole night. When we awoke the next morning, the poinsettia lights, little Christmas flower lights that glowed red, my mother had put on the railing down the stairs were pulled straight down to the bottom of the stairs, some broken from what seemed like a forceful tear laying in a single pile. The dry sink in my living room had fallen from the wall. My mother could not explain it. My father was worried we had been the victims of a home invasion. My sister was crying. There was nothing missing. Nobody had broken in. There did not seem to be any reason this had happened. And then I saw it. And I kept quiet about it because I was so afraid that I could not force words out of my mouth. There, on the edge of the wooden dry sink, which had been facing up, were three indentions where the finish on the wood had been worn, almost as if in a forceful grip. Something down there then threw it down. That was what the bang was. I was mortified after that day and never heard a single voice. I do not like to imagine what was waiting downstairs for me that night, if it was at all. But I can tell you that the reality was that something had physically acted upon two things in my house near the bottom of the stairwell. After this, I had never heard another whisper again. That is in ways I would have liked to thank the man or the masculine energy that stopped me from going down those stairs. This happened when I was seven. I'm 20 years old now, and because of this incident, I'm still afraid of the dark especially shadowy stairwells.